Welcome to the Ancient Way Podcast, where we discuss what it looks like to live as a Gentile following a Jewish Messiah. Put simply, we want to help others rediscover an ancient way by embracing the Jewishness of Jesus. We're glad you're here. everyone and welcome to episode one of the ancient way podcast where jim and i are going to talk about how uh, what it meant to us to begin living as a gentile following a jewish messiah um, as we get into this i thought it would be helpful to talk about why the ancient way and uh, i'll start with this in in jeremiah 6 16 it says this thus says adonai stand in the roads and look Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. And so as we talk over the coming weeks, um, we're just going to talk about what we've uncovered uh, in practices, these ancient practices rooted in a Jewish worldview that's been giving life to our souls and opening our eyes to a rich legacy of, of our faith that uh, just keeps us in awe of God and his son Yeshua. So uh, what we're going to talk about is deeply rooted in Hebrew soil, and we hope that uh, it's going to be practical steps to just share our lives and what's happening on our journey as we follow uh, Jesus. Um, For clarity, I think it would be helpful. Um, Jim and I love just having conversations, and we talk about this stuff all the time. And uh, what we're hoping to do is invite you as a listener into this conversation. Um, We're not Jewish, uh, except maybe a little bit for Jim, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, And we're not here to tell you how to get things right. We're not here to tell you that everything we do is is perfect, Um, but rather we're just sharing experiences that we're having as Gentile followers of Yeshua. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about in the coming weeks how we came to uh, keep Shabbat or Sabbath and how we started celebrating other biblical feasts. And so if you're on a similar journey, we hope you'll stick around. Uh, And maybe if you're just curious and not on the journey, we hope you'll you'll stay a little while. So with our first episode, uh, we want to kick things off uh, talking a little bit about our background. Um, Jim and I both come from different uh, expressions of faith in Western Christianity and we all have different paths that uh, led us here on this journey. So figured that'd be a good place to start. Jim, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think it's important for us to make clear what our intentions are. And it's like John and I, well, John, you and I have really had quite the journey finding a way to where we are now. And I, I, in my opinion, we're far from done in terms of resting in the place where it's complete. So uh, our entire intent is to offer a hand of experience to those people on a similar journey, or at least have a similar curiosity, because it wasn't fun knowing nothing and yet feeling it was the right way. And there have been so many um, mistakes made along the way. You know, did we survive them? Sure, way, but wouldn't it have been nice that someone could have uh, spared us that, and that's why we're here. Um, Love it. I, I think there's a lot of people also already in this way of faith that have some very uh, clear ideas of how it's done. Um, 
if this person were here because they'd love to hear another person's experience, we're about to have a nice ride. If we're if that if the said person were here to say, oh no, it's this, no, no, it's that, you know, well, you're probably in the wrong place because we're really here as a kindness to other versions of ourselves who are trying to find the way and have no idea. So um I, would would you agree with that, John? I agree with that. Okay. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um this is this is um this is an act of joy and kind. Like I, I have a friend in a messianic fellowship that that has been beautiful. It's the place I learned to do Shabbat, hmm. and uh, they recently members that were working on Saturday for one reason or another they threw them out of the church. They oh, literally wow. said, "Don't come back. We don't want you." And I'm and and I'm thinking of one very young Christian uh, who's just so traumatized by being rejected by the church that he had to go to therapy. Wow. And I'm thinking, no, this is so, so exactly what Jesus didn't come for. Right. And um, so you're saying you don't want to do that. Do not. <laughs> we do not want that. Uh, people have a, a far, a, a more legalistic or perhaps let's, let's even go gracious to say more grounded way that they've come to uh, this is about loving the body this is not about judging people or saying you're wrong if you celebrate on sunday but saturday you know we, we, this is not that this is right an act of kindness and an act of you and my you and me sharing love for people say so, hey, you you, you want to find this way well let's share what we know you may like it you may not we don't know but here it is because we care that's great so well awesome i love sense. it <laughs> Thank you. I, I feel like what what would be helpful uh, to start with here is Jim. Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, okay. You were raised, raised Roman Catholic, yeah. and Thank yeah, you. yeah, I was raised Roman Catholic by a fire breathing Catholic family. They, my father's French. His, he's one of sixteen. These are all devout Catholics. I mean, we did. We did uh, confession every Saturday, every hall, every hall. We did not open gifts on Christmas until we went to church. Like my parents meant business and uh, and God bless them for it because they created a sense of um, the kingdom of God in me. Like mm -hmm. it, it wasn't uh, an accoutrement or some side dish. It was life and everything else came out of that. So I really value what they did and what my father's larger family did in that vein. Um, um, I, I, I did leave it at 17 to go to a, uh, uh, an Assemblies of God church and, and that version of, uh, let's say Pentecostal Christianity. Very, very grateful for the exposure to the Holy Spirit. Um, I didn't know what a Colossian was or what the hell is a Philippian? Like I had no idea. <laughs> I had never read the Bible. I had, I was like, I knew, I went from a very clear cut understanding of the religious system I grew up into knowing nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's done nothing but bless my life. And I'm great. I'm grateful for my Catholic foundation. I'm terribly grateful to the assemblies for leading me into a deeper thing with the Lord. Um, but at some point I started to question um, Shabbat. It's like his word is so clear. It's Saturday. What I do Sunday and, and looking at how the Sunday observance came to be and weighing it out with the Bible itself. It, um, I, I, I literally went for about 10 years. Um, I had questions about Christmas, questions about Easter, questions about a Sunday Sabbath. And um, 
uh, by and large, people go, oh, that's nice. Mm. You know, it's like no one, no one wanted to hear about it, but I right. felt like there, I was missing something. And, it, and for me, it felt like the awakening I had when I moved out of the Catholic Church into a Protestant expression. I was the only one in my family who did it. My parents were horrified, mm. uh, but I knew it was the Lord. And um, I never looked back, and I'm very grateful. I felt like I was doing that again here in this, Jew, this Jewish roots thing. And uh, um, in 2014, I just said, that's it. I'm going to Saturdays. My wife was horrified, much like my parents were horrified back then. She wanted nothing to do with that. And uh, I have essentially observed Shabbat for what, what it's uh, six, uh, um, nine years now wow. by myself. <laughs> and wow. I, I, I feel very clear about the fact that I belong the Lord would have me to be in the church that I'm in. My pastor's Jewish, but they celebrate on Sunday. I don't know. But um, he does every single Jew, uh, one of God's feasts, they celebrate mm -hmm. in the church. Is, in the is church you're at in now on city? Sunday. Huh? In the church you're at now on Sunday. Exactly right. That's great. And uh, we, we have uh, a, a sukkah in, during Sukkot, but it's indoors and clearly no one's going to get rained on. And of course, we live in Florida. Getting rained on is much like a reflection of Noah's days. But um, but still, I, I owe a lot to my pastor because he is the one who kind of introduced me to each and every one of the Jewish feasts, tying it to the revelation of Christ. So uh, there again... I'm very grateful for this church that I've been blessed to go to that walked me uh, into this understanding. But but I still feel like there's more, and that's where you and I intersect. I love it. There's always always more, more yeah. to learn, and yeah, yeah. A, a depth that comes. I get, I feel like every single year as we continue a feast or talking about it, there's yes. just something new that surfaces that blows yes. my mind. It's awesome. Yes. <laughs> So what about you? Yeah, so I grew up uh, as a pastor's kid most of my right. life. So okay. I feel like I've been in church as long as I can remember. Um, kind of similar to what you mentioned with the Assemblies of God. Uh, grew up more in a, a charismatic expression of a church, uh, non-denominational. You know, my dad and, and the church we were a part of never really espoused a particular denomination, but definitely charismatic, gifts of the Spirit. And I'm sure I have my baggage that, that comes from that, as, as we all do, uh, from the things that we, we experienced in childhood. Um, what it really did give me was a rootedness in Scripture and the yeah. Bible. And my parents just kind of raised me with that mindset from as long as I can remember. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of led to some seasons of, of jadedness, kind of leaving the church for a period of time, coming back into it, went into ministry, uh, you know, throughout parts of my life. And that was, yeah, that was a good and necessary experience. Uh, but what I feel like started to happen as I got older and really started digging into scripture for myself, there were, were things that maybe I just had glossed over or didn't realize um, that started asking questions about and so really for for me it was like this sense of a desire to really know what the bible is saying about certain things um and somewhere along the way uh it kind of led to through a series of books i read 
Uh, I love reading. As Jim knows, I talk about books all the time. But there was this one particular book that uh, was called Garden City uh, by John Mark Comer. And he had this chapter that was talking about the Sabbath. And I remember reading that. And, you know, pastor's kid, I'm in church every Sunday. It's been like harped on me from the day I was born. Like, you will go to church on Sunday. And the way that he just described the Sabbath and talked about it, it felt so foreign, like an and alien to me, where it's like he very well could have been describing a different culture that I'd never, ever experienced or seen. And it was really intriguing. And I remember uh, through that experience, just texting my wife and uh, was saying, hey, like, here's screenshots of this book I'm reading, or here's some highlights of how he's talking about the Sabbath. And we decided to try it. And it it wasn't necessarily like, Jim, you were describing this, this like wrestling of Saturday versus Sunday. But it was um, just realizing this, like, this delight that he was discussing uh, about Saturday Sabbath. And it actually just worked out by, you know, in happenstance, or maybe it was the Lord working where uh, I actually had off on Fridays and Saturdays, and I worked on Sunday. And so that that pattern made it work really well. So we just said, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna try to keep uh, a Sabbath. And similar to what you described in the beginning, we didn't like, how do you do this? We didn't know anyone. Um, who was kind of leading us or guiding us. I didn't have, you know, a Jewish pastor or anyone who knew anything Jewish. I don't even think I knew anyone Jewish. Um, so we just looked up, um, uh, like, what do you do on, on the Sabbath and found a, a Jewish prayer that was messianic in nature. And my wife and I baked some bread and we had some wine and we decided to put up our phones for a day and just spent time with each other, time with our son. And, I remember at the end of the day that my wife and I looked at each other and we said, like, I don't think we've ever Sabbath in our life. Right. And mm -hmm. it was just this moment of a stark contrast of the environment I was raised in where it was so clear I had missed like the spirit of what God intended with the Sabbath. And it was so good that we said, we've got to do this again. And that was probably in 2016, I believe. And I, like for us, it was so oriented around the Sabbath that that was kind of the gateway to uh, digging into more of the Jewish roots of this Christian faith and realizing Jesus is a Jewish Messiah and that he very likely, uh, he kept Shabbat and yeah. he celebrated these other feasts that you talked about with Sukkot and other things like that. And so that's definitely been a journey that, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll unpack at, uh, in future episodes. Yeah, um, but so so much like new things that were uncovered that was staring me right in the face as I'm reading the Bible for most of mm. my life that I just glossed over and didn't even see because I wasn't looking for it. And nice. it's just kind of set us on this really great journey um, to where we are today. And, you know, in some ways, the reason that we, we met and connected. Uh, uh, yeah, over a year ago now. So yeah, apart from the express will of God, that's exactly why we met. Yeah. And in those conversations, it's just, you know, I, I, I heard this saying, it said uh, friends don't meet each other. They recognize each other. Mm. And that's what happened in those meetings with you. I said, oh, I have to know this guy. And here we it. are. 
That's great. I am just about out of time, John. All right. Well, I think this is a good good time to wrap this up, right? Yeah. Like we've talked a little bit about our background. We've talked about Sabbath. And I think this will be the first of many conversations. Thanks for listening to the Ancient Way podcast, where our work is made possible by generous supporters like you. To find more podcasts and free resources, we invite you to visit theancientway.org. See you next time.